Season four is at your door. Somebody told us that you wanted more. So here we go once again. COVID sucks and Biden's president. feel about seinfeld everyone loves seinfeld yeah i saw a video um i can't remember what it was it's like buzzfeed or one of those terrible what terrible websites um that was like millennials react or like does it hold up uh like does seinfeld hold up and Mm. like every single one of them is like oh the show is so problematic and terrible it's like that's the point they're terrible people yeah yeah but it's, they, it's they literally go to jail at the end of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like a whole it's like two it. episodes of how awful they are yeah <laughs> it's how it it's, ends it's kind of like always sunny in that way almost except always sunny obviously is more exaggerated but it's not that far off yeah they're very similar yeah there was th- they like they react to the one episode where jerry um Jerry's like at the the lady's house and she has all like the toys and he like gives her sleeping pills or something so he can play with the toys, you know? And they're all like, Oh, this is the worst thing, this is the, this is disgusting and misogynistic and it's like that's the joke. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a bad dude. He wants to play with the toys. Let's not talk about the the Elaine sponges episode. If she has to sponge ration out the sponges. Sponge oh, sponge yeah. worthy. Yeah, there's a sponge <laughs> famine going on. Shortage. I think one I of my favorite episodes was when they, they like, take the handicap spot, and uh, there's like a giant crowd around the car, and they like have to sneak out with the car. I don't remember that. That sounds funny though. Yeah, they like they like park in the handicap spot and like someone with a wheelchair like gets injured or something. I can't remember. <laughs> and everybody's like super pissed. They can't get their car. God. I mean Seinfeld it's I it's it is a revolutionary show and it's genius. It's absolutely it's so it's just so smart. Some of the it's just it's I mean, the, the tagline of the show at the beginning is it's a show about nothing. And it kind of is, but also it's not. It's a show about terrible things that people do to each other that kind of really happen in real life. Yeah, that, that's the key yeah. function of the show is that it's absolutely relatable. Like you watch George have a, have a three-day feud with someone over a parallel parking spot. And obviously <laughs> that's like crazy. But it's not that far off. Yeah. It's it's just turned up to <laughs> 11. But yeah. everyone's resting at like nine or nine and a half. Or like Jerry convinces Babu to change his restaurant from Pakistani food to like American style food. <laughs> yeah. And he goes out of business and gets and gets sent back to Pakistan. <laughs> and the whole time Jerry's like really proud of himself because he's helping. <laughs> he's just not helping. Yeah. Yeah, 
Doesn't Jerry yeah. mug a lady for marble rye bread at one point? Yeah, he steals yeah. the lady's rye. He says, yeah. give me the rye, you old bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and George always ends up with, like, really attractive women that he's just, like, he's not into. It makes, yeah. I, they're just. We just rewatched a whole bunch of them, and I forgot about the one where I think Elaine sets him up. And he goes out on this blind date with this lady, and then it turns out that she's bald, and it's the episode when he's oh, yeah. got the toupee. Yeah. And he comes back, and he's like, she's bald, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, all pissed about it. And then Elaine ends up at the end, she's like, you're bald, and rips his toupee <laughs> off and throws it out the window. That's, yeah, like, that's oh. one of the most famous scenes where she goes, you're bald. And yeah. she grabs his toupee and... Th- that's that's hilarious. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really not it's super uncommon I feel for a show, especially one with so many episodes. Uh if somebody like with a little bit of provocation, I can remember every single episode of Seinfeld because there's all there's something in all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like it's like the Bible, quoted all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like foundational to comedy now. The Bible. Anybody who quotes the Bible. <laughs> yeah, the Bible. <laughs> I mean, the the Bible is probably the most quoted piece of literature of all time. I can't I really think of a single quote. Well, that's the thing is is you can't probably off the top of your head unless you. I mean, you probably know John three sixteen or whatever, but that's not really what I'm talking about. It's more like I actually don't. <laughs> like you don't know John three sixteen. <laughs> language, no. language has has molded itself because of the influence of Christianity and the Bible, and there are just like things you say every day, and I'm struggling to think of an example. But bless it's, you. It's yeah. There you go. It's just like in the language. I don't think I've ever said bless you. Surely you have. Yeah, you're right. But like, I don't like saying it. That's fair. Did it you know that? Weird to say that. Did you know that "turn the other cheek" is a biblical phrase? Sounds about right. Yeah. He who shall cast the first stone, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. That's what it That's is. That's it. I mean, that one's pretty obviously Bible related. Yeah. And in fact, in the Bible, uh, people use "turn the other cheek." Uh, like the Black Eyed Peas, for example, use it in the chorus of their song, uh, and yet you turn the other cheek. But do you know what turn the other cheek is in the Bible, how it's used? It's not used like that at all. Because colloquially it means to like turn away and ignore something. Like you turn the other cheek, you are refusing to acknowledge something. But in, in the, the Bible, Bible it, it means it, yeah, get slapped a second time. Yeah, somebody's slapping you. And instead of being angry with them, you turn the other cheek so they can slap you again. That's, <laughs> that's what turning the other cheek means. In there's the also there's also a third definition by Chuck Tingle. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, in the Tingle verse, there is a Tingle Bible. In the Tingle Bible, turn the other cheek is it's a whole thing. We're talking Pounded about butts. by both cheeks. We're talking about butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. it, I think the phrase is pound the other cheek or something. <laughs> <laughs> pound the other cheek. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Anyway, on that same note, Seinfeld has lines in it that have just entered into the lexicon. Yeah, definitely. No soup for you. No yada, soup yada, for you. yada. Yeah. Yep. Yada, yada, no yada. A, a dingo ate your baby. <laughs> I'm sure we could do this all day. Yeah, but weren't those things that were already like circulating culturally at the time? Nope. No soup for you is probably original. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, think, a, I don't think that's no soup for you. Is, <laughs> yeah, that's an original. I don't think one. they got that from anywhere. But <laughs> that's yeah, from the Bible, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I wish I knew more of the Bible, just off the top of my head. Do you though? I mean, I feel like it would be useful right now. But outside of that, maybe, maybe not so much. I mean, Let me look up top ten Bible quotes. It's it's not really very much <laughs> fun to read. list quotes. If, if you ever pick up the Bible and expect to like like reading it, you're going to be Have dis- a bad time. disappointed. Yeah. But I mean, you could make an argument that culturally it is extremely important, at least to be familiar with it, because it is so ever present in just the way. I, I think there the, might be some value in the tales, just the stories that, that are in there, like just knowing them to, if you're a writer or a creator, remodel and use and reskin, because uh, there might be some distinct, unique ones in there. But I think that goes for any historical text, not just the Bible. Yeah. And I, I'll say, I mean, in college, uh, my roommate and I went to a little like uh, college uh, it was like an Episcopal branch that was aimed like geared towards college students and we really went for the free dinners <laughs> <But> <laughs> on Wednesdays and Sundays but uh, like there's there's like a bunch of different flavors of of um, <laughs> of uh, dinner like Christianity <laughs> I was thinking about dinners because I just mentioned dinners what but, but the but like you know there's like really like crazy like fire and brimstone like if you do this you're you know you're going to hell like but the the one that we went to was like very open-minded which was nice and they did like really good they tried to like relate passages from the bible and kind of bring them into modern times and it's just i mean it's just generally like if you can extract that it's all good stuff like it's morally sound things to you know love your neighbor and you know like generally just be a good person which i think is always good but you know i don't i mean that's kind of the struggle that i have with it and i mean i can preface this by saying that i'm not religious in any (gasps) way i wasn't raised that way it's just like not part of my life and that's totally fine for me uh i mean you could call me an atheist whatever it's like it's just not something that i was ever involved in and I just don't care. Uh, but the sh- part of the struggle for me is like, like you just said, and I've been, I mean, I grew up in Bastrop. I've been to church groups. I've been to like after school, like we had our project graduation in a, in a, in a church ch- yeah. chapel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just so there always. It's just right there. And I went to a Catholic university where like y- some there was like a like a campus chapel mm-hmm. that that you were you weren't required to go there but it was like 
almost required for you to like attend. If you didn't go, everybody would be like, well, yeah. why didn't you go? And I didn't go because again, who cares? Uh, but <laughs> that like idea of, of picking and choosing parts of your holy doctrine is for me suspect. It's just weird. It's just like, well, I like, feel you. I get it that, and I've heard a lot of people say, um, like an argument that people who are religious use against people who aren't religious is where are you going where to, does your compass come right, from? Right, exactly. Where do you, where do you, how do you know what is right and what is wrong without a guideline like church, the Bible? And I mean, I understand what they're saying. I get the point that they're making, and I completely disagree with it. Because, I mean, you're going to learn pretty quick, if you're part of a society, what's right and what's wrong, based on how people treat you when you do things that are wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's my opinion. But it, as a counter-argument, I say, well, why do you need to pick all like cherry pick the good parts of Christianity and ignore all the parts that say that gay people are going to hell and like you should own your wife. Well, that's true. Those are both true. It's I mean, it's just like bad examples. Yeah. <laughs> like why do you attach yourself to the, to this <laughs> I just I really I just can't understand it. I can't comprehend it. it. It's the and same problem I have with traffic cops. I never like, will. Yeah. You you get pulled over and you're in a line of four, all going 15 over, but the other three get away. Yeah, and it's like, well, those guys are going 15 over too. You're like, but we didn't pull them over. We pulled you over. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, just... Sure. I have a... My my grandparents on my dad's side were... Well, I I guess his whole family, actually, really. I I don't see them anymore because those grandparents passed away and that was like a Thanksgiving thing. So we don't really do that anymore, but that entire side of the family is literally like every single person that's an adult is like in the church somehow, whether they're like part of a youth group or counselor or pastor or whatever the fuck. Um, and it was always very strange being there. Cause I'm, my parents are very not religious in any way. And I never really understood beyond the community aspect of it i suppose like that's the aspect of religion that i i see as the most valuable is it creating some sort of you know uh community of shared interests i guess where you know people have your back or feel like you do or whatever Yeah. yeah but it 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 always felt very fake for us like me and my parents like we were not really ourselves around them because yeah. mm-hmm. you know we have to conform to what they want well it's so oppressive you have to pretend yeah yeah you have to pretend yeah that's uh, the problem I think it's the it's the exclusivity of other viewpoints that makes it so that you have to maybe not hide who you are but just you have to change and alter your behavior to match what you think their expectations are and that's inherently prohibitive to forming any kind of lasting bond with these these other people that you're you know yeah. family with yeah. there's also a, a, there's a societal expectation 
to to treat that sort of thing with like deference with with, with grace with, and yeah you, with, you can't touch it or talk like, about it like for example uh with i guess i should say with respect like it's presented to you when you're young as sort of this unimpeachable thing that you just sort of have to like give respect to because other people believe in it it's like the pledge of allegiance like do, when you were in school and the pledge of allegiance came on and it's total bullshit and it's stupid <laughs> and it's weird and it's like very cult like and now i can understand that it's like we're in north korea yeah it's it's absolutely bizarre <laughs> that you have to recite the pledge of allegiance it's 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 kind of it's like weirdly scary yeah it, it is anyway as a child <laughs> i'm i'm standing there and i'm constantly being told get up and put your fucking hand on your heart and say yeah. the pledge of allegiance and sometimes i wouldn't and i'd like look around like nervous like are they going to know that I'm not like giving respect to the flag? And the same goes for like when there's a group prayer in just some group that I'm in for some, for whatever reason, I find myself in a group that's going to pray together or like I go to someone else's house and they're saying grace at the table. And for yeah. me, it's, this is, I mean, I, I don't want to try to, I want to, don't want to be too insulting, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's mumbo jumbo bullshit. Doesn't matter. It's fucking magic. Like who gives a shit? <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. don't want to be too insulting <laughs> with that statement. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I, I don't want to depart too hard, but you, you just reminded me, do y'all remember in history class when we had that coach as our, I, I'm going to leave out names, but we had a coach as our teacher and one of our fellow classmates did the, the hail Hitler <laughs> thing instead oh, no. of the pledge of allegiance putting their hand on their heart do you, do you guys remember that and I how can, angry I, the teacher got well that's kind really. of a special case. that's a little bit rough yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that not is that not what we're talking about is that not a good I feel like a, nobody really looks good in that situation <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just saying are we not on that guy's side right now I, I'm definitely we, not on that guy's side <laughs> the, the point that i'm making is why is why is it that i have this this uh, urge to like when people are praying around me to like close my eyes and and it just and pretend like I give a shit. Yeah, it's out of respect for them, I guess. Yeah, pretty I'll much. Gi- I'll well, give... the the good thing about a prayer is when they close their eyes, you can keep yourself. Yeah. They, they don't know any. Yeah. No, it's I, like werewolf. You can cheat, and no one will know. Eventually, yeah. um, eventually, I, I I took yeah exactly that. So. It was when I was on the football team that I finally realized the football team in high school, because actually against school rules, by the way, against like national law, the football oh. coach forced the team to do the Lord's Prayer before. Oh, that's weird. Okay, forced is a strong word, but <laughs> like if yeah, I were like, you, 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 like coach it. over whenever yeah. they're a guardian over a bunch of kids, underage yeah, people, forces probably. Used I didn't really have the option to, to walk yeah. away and be like, I'm going to the bathroom. Peace. I don't believe in this magic dumb shit. Okay, let me know when the game starts. That's yeah. that just wasn't an option. <laughs> okay. All right, Lee, run 40 miles. Yeah, exactly. But I realized. As I'm sitting there, like, holding hands with the players on either side of me, pretending to not think that this is the stupidest shit of all time, I'm like, it doesn't matter what I do. God's not watching me. I don't, who the, why would I fucking care? I just, like, didn't even pretend. Eventually, I just stood on the outside, and I was quiet, and I was respectful, and I didn't interrupt or, like, say, "Mm, well, actually, I think that you're false and science is real. I didn't do any of that. I just, <laughs> I just stood there, 
without emotion, but also without pretense. And it felt so much better. I was like, I'm being honest now. Why am I embarrassed to not share these people's views? Is it because I'm outnumbered by them in this group? I don't, I just, I, is it because I'm afraid that they're going to confront me about it and I'm not going to have like an articulate answer and I'm going to stumble and be like, well, I don't, I don't know. I guess I love God. It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's because up until that point you had God's protection. And at that moment, the devil seeped into you yeah, that's true. and started that's, giving you all this false confidence. That's when I got pounded in the butt by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'll, got, uh, I'll, I got this one. <laughs> I'll give, I'll give Christie's, uh, family credit because they're they're all very christian and before every time we you know eat or every time we um yeah i guess that's a good example every time we eat we they say grace and everyone holds hands and all that stuff um and of course i I just i'm that's not how i was raised so i i respectfully remain quiet and you know i bow my head but no one's ever called me out for not doing the thing at the end or uh you know saying amen too quietly or, or anything that's it's always just been like he's doing his thing we're doing ours it, um, okay and, and here's here's one more thing because i don't want to we don't have to talk about this because it's kind of also a div- divisive subject just like donald trump whatever but even in my absolute rejection of it i feel the urge to sort of like soften the blow in my phrasing it's kind of like you just did to say it's not how I was raised is a really, really polite way to say. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in this <laughs> bullshit. Sorry. Yeah. It's not sure. how I was raised. And it, it's not any mm-hmm. less. It, it means exactly the same thing. If I say yeah. I categorically reject the notion that God is real. It's the same sentiment, just phrased differently. It's a euphemism for that <clears throat> saying, well, I wasn't raised that way. And it's in an, yeah. in an effort to avoid confrontation, or I guess, yeah, it's semantics. It's, I mean, it's it's diplomacy. I, I try not to upset through my family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, you know, it's 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 that idea that you have to maybe tiptoe every now and then. Not even just about religion, but sometimes about sexual orientation or about Donald drug Trump. use or politics. About Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah, I get it. It's I it's know. all in the same bucket, but mm-hmm. but it does seem to be a very volatile subject like even more so than those other things i feel like religion seems to me at least in my experience that it's the one of the most if not the most like divisive thing if someone is like really invested into it with their life you know what i mean but you know why it's extremely black or white yeah it's like it's very black and white if you're not if you prove yourself to be not a, a non-believer like generally well, they're, they're they're still polite to you you know you're still allowed in the group settings or whatever but i mean you need to know that in this person's mind you are an irredeemable an irredeemable sinner that will actually suffer for eternity and that's that's legitimately what they believe my yeah. grand my grandma's that way and she sends us a bible for christmas every single year god damn it every single fucking Whoa, year god damn it we get a bible <laughs> huh. in the mail i don't think she's done it the past two years because she's very old now uh but it i mean i must have gotten 20 bibles and eventually my older brother 
uh, he said something to her, which caused a, a really strange disruption in our otherwise very calm, generally friendly family, where he said, Grandma, please stop sending me these Bibles. I find it to be a little bit offensive that you won't respect my viewpoint on this. And she says, well, you know, I just love you very much and God loves you too. Because, you know, nobody, neither one of them is going to change their mind. It just, it's impossible. Just like they're starting at different foundations with their worldviews. So just like it's incompatible. And Tim, well, my older brother basically said, uh, okay, then please don't contact me anymore to his own, to his own grandmother. Damn. And that's it, a power move. And, and that is cre- a power move. It created this this str- this like divide in the family where like I'm on Tim's side, but also I don't want to confront my grandma because I love her and she's my grandma. Do you know what I mean? Like, At that point, I'll, like I'll what just, good is it even? I'll do? just let it slide. Yeah. But I I I understand that from her point of view, me, her grandchild, her you know the light of her life, the it's just somebody who she loves very the pearl very in very the, much. In the rough. I am. Uh, an an irredeemable sinner that's going to burn in hell for eternity, and she's literally trying to save my soul. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So she's on a mission from God to save me from pain in infinity. But that's the thing, I, and that's the that's the <laughs> infinity <problem>. and beyond. <laughs> it shouldn't it shouldn't fall on her or anyone else to save other people that's the militant side of it and that's why we have we've had crusades and people fucking die because it should it should the onus should fall on god themselves that's my opinion yeah if you were meant to be a christian you will be a christian because god is all-powerful all-knowing and almighty and they will make it happen it's not up to us mortal people to do this shit i agree with you i mean yeah i I know i'm preaching to the choir but That's why that's why Christianity is the most success Christianity is the most successful multi-level marketing scheme ever to exist. And it's it's fucking genius. It is so smart. And the guy that figured it out 2000 years ago, Jesus? <laughs> maybe him. Maybe it's Jesus. It's I mean it's just like I mean is it Christianity and or is it religion in general cuz I feel like it's, it's, it's religion in general, but Christianity, I think, is the most successful one. That's specifically about what I'm talking about, which is well, that the whole, the whole purpose of Christianity is that if you are a follower and you are not actively trying to convert others, you're a failure of a follower. You are not following God's word, which is to and, – and it's like it's, – it's framed as like this, this great act of kindness that you're like helping people, again, to avoid eternal suffering. So it's not that you're pushing your religion onto them. It's rather that you exist in a world where your religion is is the world, is the way the world is, and therefore you are saving these people's eternal souls by proselytizing and giving them Bibles for Christmas. It's just, uh-huh. it's not going to work, Grandma. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it sounds like she's, I don't know sort of what part of Christianity, but you know, I mean, I look at kind of back to my point before is that, you know, the the part that I've found 
in Christianity because I was I was raised and we went to church occasionally and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't consider myself a Christian now. I don't regularly. I mean, I haven't gone and since I was in college and I got the free dinners, uh, truthfully. <laughs> so that was a big part of it for me. But, um, you know, the the one that I went to, you know, was like very accepting of, of people of, of from any background. They're, like I remember they gave us all shirts one time that was like the great thing. It was like, you know, like funny things about the Episcopal episcopalians or whatever and it was like we don't have a thing about dinosaurs or whatever and it was like <laughs> it's like all right it's literally like, making fun of other factions yeah of i mean like the pastor that we had was uh female and yeah i mean it was like it, thing it was like a very non-traditional sort of version of christianity and it, it, there was never this vibe of like if you don't go out and convert someone today then you failed or like everyone else in the world are sinners and they're all going to hell i mean there's definitely parts of that you know in, in christianity but i think there's a there's a spectrum of the intensity and and you know i mean it it's unfortunate that 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 would be you know that it would come to that point where like family members aren't you know aren't willing to kind of meet in the middle or understand that they can have disagreements on religion or politics or whatever it is you know but that's it, the it, that's the saddest thing it, it's it is sad it's really sad <clears throat> and it's the it's the all encompassing nature of having that as the, the foundation for your worldview yeah which is that it a disagreement is not a, is not it's not what it is it's not a disagreement it's i'm right and you're wrong yeah i mean it honestly my my biggest <laughs> issue with that is the fact that it's based on it's based on something that is static so you you can't like y people of course have and do uh change how they feel it's like everybody's like you're saying it's it's definitely a spectrum but its foundation is is in the most extreme you there's no possible way of changing your opinion because it's there it's the bible it's text it's it's rules you can't change those rules you can't bend there's there's no you know route in which we can like compromise with that whereas the way that i think we all probably look at the world is based on you know society and people and how we change and culture and flexible uh, morals i suppose right so well, so by accepting yourself and by like validate by confirming that you are a christian and you have chosen this as your worldview you are removing uncertainty from the equation you have yeah. become certain of how the world is because it's written down it's written down it's right there that's what it is everything's explained and everything that is inexplicable guess what there's an explanation for that and it's god it's funny how like to <laughs> the people that believe that that's so comforting but to me that's like really scary you know like the idea of like an, an overlord or like someone who's guiding you and all and all ways of your life and watching you is really comforting for a lot of people but that's terrifying i it's, don't want that happening very, yeah it, one of my favorite counter arguments to christianity is uh or i guess to religion in general is that the the basic attributes of god are that he is good and that he is all-powerful right that's just like kind of his thing he's good and, and he's all-powerful <laughs> Yeah, it's so, just kind of my thing. I'm all powerful. <laughs> so here's I'll, the also here, I'm good. Also I'm just good. And and everything that's bad is therefore a test 
that God is putting you through. That's like why bad things happen in, <laughs> right? Because God can control everything. He's all powerful and he's good. So he wouldn't do terrible things, you know, like yeah. introduce cancer or whatever. Just like he wouldn't do that because he's good and he's all powerful because he could choose not to do that. He would only do it if like it was for our benefit somehow, which is fucking crazy. But it's like, <laughs> here's the thing. Shitty stepdad. I, I, if, if that is not the case, and if, if we refuse to believe that cancer is somehow a test that we're going through that is somehow going to benefit us in the long run when we get to heaven, okay? Uh, if, if cancer exists, then it's God's doing if he's all-powerful. And therefore, God is not good. Or, if cancer exists, and it's not his doing, and he can't stop it, then he's not all-powerful. So he can't be both. This it's, impo- sounds, it's, it's impossible. This reminds me of my <laughs> world religions class in college. <laughs> oh, shit. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, it was an entire semester dedicated to visiting, or rather, learning about the uh, the different religions, and then sort of like... Which is very important. Th- those arguments that, like, like what you I just agree, made, Lee, where it's like, you can do it to all of them if you if you sit down and you you know look at it. How they all sort of end up at some point, kind of, you know, there's a there's a fallacy. There's a paradox. Them. Yeah, a paradox, that's what yeah. I think. That's my favorite difference between Christianity and the Norse religion. Actually, is what Lee just pointed out. <clears throat> is that in in Christianity, the God is all powerful. And has a has a plan, right? Because he's good, and things happen, but it's for a greater good or a greater cause. You'll understand it later somehow at some point. But the Norse gods, you lived your life, and if you pissed them off, they fucked with you. You're fucked. <laughs> and if if you lived a normal life and didn't pray enough, something bad could happen to you that had nothing to do with them. But they're not going to come to your aid. So you had to appeal to the gods do good works and and you know sacrifice a lamb every third blue moon so that they whenever bad shit happened to you you had their support it was all the onus was on you it was transactional i mean and that's it was kinda, transactional that's, exactly that's yeah. even, that's just as fucked up though it, it like, is if but they have if they have this power then this but, just, that's but like at least gonna, they're not pretending to be good. They're just kind of like, don't piss us off. Just like, yeah. what, do you, what do you got for me? What do you got for me? I can save. Yeah. I can save you. I can save <laughs> maybe, maybe they have a, You got a any goats? Amount of power. You got any goats that you can kill? <laughs> it's it's like the Texas Energy Grid during winter storms. They have a limited amount of power, oh, nice. and they're doing rolling blackouts, and they have to, you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Or just like I'm not, I'm not getting up out of fucking bed for less than five goat sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that sounds like an abusive relationship. It does. And I'm, I think that's why Vikings are such assholes. But, I mean, the one with God True. is, too. Have you ever met anyone as 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 uh, desperate for validation as God? Where he's like, you forgot to thank me before you ate. Mm. Donald Trump? No, sir. <laughs> you forgot to say thanks for all that shit I did for you. Again. Listen up, Jerry. Well, you know, the only <laughs> thing that you're missing from your... Uh, take on the hypocrisy of god is that we are all inherently uh at at fault oh yeah so we're because of uh, a fruit so oh i forgot about that 
Yeah. We're garbage to begin with, and he's the one that's saving us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we're lucky that he doesn't just smite all of us immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Lucky. Just, right. like, just like we're lucky that Urkot, uh <laughs> kept the power kept, Yeah, kept the, yeah. got the power back on after was, three was four days. minutes and 37 seconds early. Like, thanks, Urkot. You really saved the day there. Only 500 people died. Was it that high? Jesus. I don't know. I just, that was out of my ass. But I read 60, but I'm sure it was higher than that. It's pretty sad. Yep. But God had a plan for them. But God had a plan for Urkot. Don't mess with Texas. Religion's well, fun. Well, I'm glad we talked about politics and religion. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm glad we, <laughs> on Anna's first episode, we kept it non-controversial. This yeah. is gonna be a fun, a fun one to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we had a little. Pokemon. Yeah, we had a little, uh, a little intermission about <laughs> uh, horse ass and such. <laughs> Anal lesbian pterodactyl rodeo. I'm in love with my billionaire jet. Yeah. Getting pounded with my butt by my butt. <laughs> Nothing but poundings. Do you remember uh, <laughs> Eugene Merman's take on God? About how, uh, how, how God is like a special needs kid who like makes up rules as he goes along. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and you can't eat shellfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or horses. Oh, and man. then they're like, "Why? Because I said so." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Bo, Bo Burnham has a song called "From the Perspective of God," and I recommend that you listen to it because it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. It, it's isn't that like the? It's in his second special, I think. I think it's in yeah. his first special. Or his first special. Oh, it's not the third. Yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> I won't do that because I'm I'm very upset at him for not. Uh, doing anything recently and i'm gonna cancel him <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. be i'm gonna be sending him death threats and hate mail <laughs> yeah yeah bo if burnham he... is a white male i don't want to hear anything from oh i didn't know that man. i'll be doxing him later yeah. <laughs> he uh he went on uh conan once he had an appearance on conan and conan asked him um bo you're a young successful artist what advice do you have for uh aspiring artists that might, you know, look to you for inspiration. Do you have any advice for them? And I, I, I love his answer. He says, this is my advice for aspiring artists. Give up. <laughs> right away. <laughs> stop it. It's not going to happen. Damn. It, the system is rigged against you. I am a an over six foot tall white male, and I barely made it here. You have, <laughs> you have no chance. Give up. Stop. <laughs> Which, I mean, you know, at, at on one hand is hilarious. On the other yeah. hand, is like soul crushing. Yeah, but you know, the the real answer is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Like, do you want to gamble? Because you can, and maybe you try will to, become famous and rich. But yeah, trying to make it in Hollywood is like taking out your life savings and your entire four hundred one k, and then quitting your job, and then purchasing only GME with it. <laughs> what he says, he also says t t when Taylor Swift 
like gets on Instagram Live or whatever and says, follow your dreams, never stop believing in yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like she's saying, liquidate your assets, buy Powerball yeah. tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> Look yeah. at me, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's disingenuous, I think he says. He, I love his, uh, his take on the country music songs too, their formula. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Where he's talking about them wearing their $3,000 boots that have never seen mud. He says, uh, yeah, he sings about uh, the jobs in the towns that they've never moved to. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's says, got a Bud Light with I, the I, label turned out. I have a, a 3,000 acre ranch that I've only been to four times. I don't like dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all want a key change, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I was that special. I don't know. Everything he does that I've seen, those three specials, I guess. They're all very well crafted. He seems like a very smart person. Mm-hmm. He, uh, his comedy is so uh, organized. His specials are basically a, like a short film. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really, but it's it's so produced. The sound yeah. effects, the songs, just like the interactivity of his set, where like sometimes he's talking to other people and they're talking back to him. And just like it's all set up and ready to go, yeah. And it's it's kind of like Rihanna's visual album or Beyonce when she did the Lemonade, like live show. And I think it's such a good idea to have like instead of you get up on stage, grab a microphone. As far as stand-up comedy is concerned, you know, tell the jokes that you wrote, which works and it's funny and it's like fine, whatever. That's what John Mulaney does, and look at him, he's insanely successful. No, very few people do the the type of production that Bo Burnham does. Yeah. You know the uh, the closest that I can think of right now is actually, and Anna, you're gonna hate this. Oh no! But it's the last Adam Sandler special. Oh uh, come on! <laughs> Boo! Because he because he has he has he does a bunch of songs in his comedy routine. He does a bunch of quote just unquote comedy. Sorry. <laughs> regular stand up. And then he has guests come on, like uh, oh, I forget his name, but he's been in all of his movies basically. Rob but Schneider. He comes on. Thank you, Rob Schneider. Oh, really? Comes on as an First astronaut. Guys. Yuri, the yeah. astronaut. Oh yeah, I remember that part. That part's fucking um, hilarious. It's so good. Yeah. I, we. I remember watching that. I think I watched it with you at, at your place when it first came out and uh man At i was yeah 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 i was not expecting i was like oh adam sandler stand up like okay and then I'm we started watching it and we were like <laughs> dying laughing i'm telling you anna just get high All one right. night I'll, and just i'll watch, watch it. it you know what i'll watch it tonight and i'll get back to you next dude okay it, uh, I, that oh man it was better than it's better than what, last time when we were talking about like all the shitty things that adam sandler's been in lately <laughs> Oh murder yeah, murder mystery it's, or whatever. It's the be- it's the best thing yeah. he's done since. Oh fuck, yeah. I don't know, Happy Gilmore or something. Yeah. it's it's very good. Yeah. It's it's good. Um, it's, it's legitimately good. I'm not Happy gonna Gil- lie though, saying that it's the best thing he's done since Happy Gilmore is not saying a lot. Uh, you uh, you true. particularly are sensitive to. I just hate Adam, Adam Sandler's, Sandler's uh, <laughs> I just hate his movies, and I I just can't. I'm sorry. It it's, seems it's very fair. It seems like a different Adam Sandler, though. It's the least Adam Sandler thing he's ever done. Yeah, okay. honestly. Uh, it's, it's like back to his, like when he was doing stand-up days kind of 
you but, know. but 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 with the less like less of the stupid less voice yelling yeah 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 the um they the, keep doing like this exactly yeah. less of that yeah the hanukkah song <laughs> whatever he does uh you, did you ever watch the mike brabiglia special that came out a couple years ago did any of you Mike Birbiglia. I re- I remember him from Last Comic Standing. That sounds but, but so I, he's the guy familiar. that has a very like it's turned up to fourteen. Oh it's, yeah, it's I, I remember the this sleep guy. disorder where he he like will just go and like do shit and he's completely like he sleepwalks. Yeah, and he's he's so mobile and so dangerous that he actually was sleeping in a hotel room on the second floor and launched himself out the window. <laughs> and over the balcony and had to get like 20 something stitches in his legs um like when he was in his 30s or something but anyways he uh so he sleeps every night in this like makeshift comforter sleeping bag thing he puts mittens on and has holes for his arms and so he can zip himself up and then he has like i think someone locks the door (laughs) from the outside (laughs) so he can't hurt anybody or anything or himself um but anyways he has a special that he just came out with maybe two years ago, three years ago. It might have been about the same time as the Adam Sandler one where he talks about, um, and I maintain that this is the peak of every comedian's career, just having a kid. He talks about just having a kid with his wife and it's fucking gold. And it has a bunch of, I, it's not a typical stand-up set. He uses a bunch of props and stuff that are, uh, yeah, atypical. And it's, I don't know. It was, that's a piece of art in my opinion. He did a very good job, would highly recommend I wish I remembered what the special was named. Maybe I didn't like it that much, but <laughs> you, Mike Burbiglia is the name. I remember I, that. I know I've seen him before, and I, and I thought he was funny. It's been a while, though. I wish he, they would come out with more of those Middle Ditch and Swartz oh, uh, episodes because yeah. they came out with the three, and then I guess they stopped because it was right around. Uh, it was probably they were probably taping it, and then they couldn't do COVID. live audiences because of COVID. Yeah, they have they have a fourth one. Did you know that? Oh, is there a fourth one on there? There, it, it's not out, oh. but they did. They recorded a fourth one that okay. Thomas uh, allegedly really likes. But uh, there's a holdup huh. somewhere on Damn, releasing. Those it. were hilarious. Did either of you watch the Middle Edition Schwartz? No Netflix specials. It's 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 skit comedy, um, where the, it's just Thomas Middleditch, Ben Schwartz, two chairs on a stage, and they. They get out there and they ask an audience member randomly. It's it seems like to me. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't as random. Maybe that's the trope. But it, I don't know. It seems pretty random to me. Uh, a series of questions based on their answers, and they get kind of like a narrative about their about their life or about their situation. Like one of them has to do with like a wedding. Uh, one of them has to do with this guy who almost got a job at SNL, uh, but his friend got the job. And like the way they interviewed him was really weird. He like interviewed himself. Uh, and then another, I don't know. Anyways, but they take those and then they create a story just spontaneously. And it's, each one is fucking hilarious. They're so good at like these characters. And I mean, every single one has probably, I don't know, Daniel, what, like 15 characters or something that they keep track of. Yeah. At least a dozen. Yeah. And they're just like doing the voices. And like, if they have like an affectation or a disposition, they always maintain that while they're in that character. At one point they have a wedding ceremony going on. And it's just them two acting out everyone at the wedding, including the bride and groom and officiant. And they're just, each time they talk to another person, 
the other guy has to go and run and be that person. So they're like, they're just sprinting across the fucking stage, taking their chair to sit down in the spot. And I don't know. It's the, it's wild. I think it, in that in that one, at one point, they both are trying to be the same person, and they're like, oh, oh, no, okay, yeah, you, yeah. okay, yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, they trade off by accident. Yeah, yeah, they get tripped up at the end of uh, the interview one on who is who because they switch for some random reason. Dylan would remember this a lot better. He really likes those specials, but they're like, they they lose it for a second, and it's funny to watch them work it out because. Ben Schwartz is really angry. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> Hillman for some reason. Anyways, so yeah, Ben Schwartz is John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, and Parks Tom, and Rec. Thomas Middleditch is Richard Hendricks from Silicon Valley. Correct. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Ben Schwartz is. Uh, I think he's underused. He's, he's not been. He's not been in a lot of other things. He's in um, Space Force with. Uh, John Malkovich and Steve Carell. That's the that's the biggest role I've seen anyone give him. He plays like the intern or secretary or something. But then again, uh, Thomas Middleditch hasn't been in a bunch of other stuff either. He's been in some things. I think ben he's Schwartz still... was in Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, ben Schwartz. That's right. Yeah, he voiced Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I, big I, I moves. Guess, I guess that's kind of a big role. That is a big uh, role. Is it? It was a blockbuster. Was it? Supposedly. How much money did that movie? It definitely busted the block. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it made at least six figures. Uh, it doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I mean, it might deserve that. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, 306 do you the, million, dude? Do you remember yeah. the, the big controversy when, when the first trailers came out and Sonic yeah, had those, terrible. those weird human yeah. legs? Humanoid <laughs> Sonic was <laughs> terrible, dude. <laughs> they completely redesigned him. He was like That's a funny. little gremlin. That's fucking awesome. Like, no, dude. Sonic has these weird stick legs. Okay, he just does. I know it's not anatomically correct. Make it happen. I mean, it would be like it would be like any other thing. Like if they made the Pokemon movie and the Pikachu was like had like fucking human eyes, it'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> human made the eyes, Pokemon. Pikachu. <laughs> they made the <laughs> Pokemon movie and gave it a uh, not Ryan Gosling. What the fuck is his name? Deadpool. Uh, uh, James Franco. Ryan. What is his name? I can't think. Why can't I think of his name? It's Ryan something. Ryan Seacrest. No. What is his name? What is his name? Ryan Reynolds. Thank you. God. Yeah, there it is. They gave Pikachu Ryan Reynolds voice, which should have been fucking enough. That's completely unrelatable to me. Breaks all immersion. Yeah, I mean, look at that Sonic comparison. It's just... It's terrifying. <laughs> it's truly, it's truly terrifying. What the fuck? <laughs> the mouth is eyes. It's just, it's just not right. It's inhumane. It's like if the guys who did uh, Five Nights at Freddy's designed Sonic. <laughs> uh, Icky. Speaking of Five Nights at Freddy's, you know what I really want to see that has come out that I have not seen yet is that... Uh, Nicolas Cage? Yeah, that Nicolas Cage movie. forget what it's it, called. It did come out? I thought so. Oh, wow. What is it called? I can't remember. <clears throat> um, it's called Five Nights at Freddy's. No. Uh, Willy's Wonderland. Ah, uh, Willy's Wonderland. The only problem, though, that I've I've 
read and I don't really understand why you would hire Nicolas Cage and do this is that he doesn't speak in the movie. What? Yeah, he's a he's a silent protagonist. Hmm. It's I... such a waste of, of Nicolas Cage. His finest work yet. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> they didn't want him to say that the soup was too hot 400 times. It's too hot. <laughs> soup is soup is hot. It's 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 hot. It's hot. It's too hot. <sighs> soup is too hot. That's a good movie. Okay. Honestly, I think of all it's the divisive uh, content that we ran through, landing on Nicolas Cage feels about right. I think we've built up to the right, the right peak. Yeah, I'd say Nicolas Cage is a solid blend of religion, uh, politics, and no, uh, Don- and Donald Trump. <laughs> and Donald I think, Trump. <laughs> I think he's a solid blend of of people who like him and people who fucking hate his guts. That's fair. <laughs> I used to I, hate him. I, he's he's just so weird. He's such a strange actor. He's, he can be so good in some roles and just dog shit in he's some prolific. Roles. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe. I don't think he's ever actually dog shit. I think he's always good. But I, it, because of how bad he is. Exactly. He, he comes full circle. Yeah. He's dog shit because he wants to be dog shit <laughs> in those movies. And he it, sells. Is, yeah. He sells it. That's how yeah. good of an actor he is. In the contract, they said, you must become dog shit. <laughs> They're like, we're not going to pay you a lot for this one. He's like, well, you're not going to get a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the secret. His yeah. performance is completely contingent on his paycheck. Yeah. He's just like us. I remember thinking Matchstick Man was really good. Hey, I was just about to say that. That's I, like his only good, like, actual acting movie. I think so. Well, maybe not the only one. Maybe but not, that's, but it's that's a good there. one. That's a good one. Uh, Adaptation was a good acting movie. Adaptation was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes you feel bad. But then you have, you know... Pay the Ghost and uh, Bad Lieutenant. They should have recast him in like a, a reboot of Naked Gun. Oh, what is this jiu-jitsu? Oh my god, that would be <laughs> that would actually be pretty awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's like an he's an actor that you could use and abuse that way. Yeah. I mean I feel like there's there is limitless comedic uh, propensity. Like he could he could really do something great if you just gave him the chance did you ever see um mandy came out a couple years ago no it is it is like a fever dream like it is such non-stop insanity it's it's pretty crazy it's probably one of my favorite nicholas cage movies honestly it's very (laughs) brutal very like gory but it's done in this like very trippy sci-fi it's very hard to describe 90 percent of rotten tomatoes it's it's honestly really good for what it is and he's good at it he's basically just an unhinged um like some traumatic stuff happens to him and he like goes on on like a revenge quest um and he's just unhinged the whole time did you know that it was produced by elijah wood i did know that yeah I bet it was at uh, um, Fantastic Fest in Austin. I bet it was screened here. Oh, maybe. Yeah, and then the composer is Johan Johannesson. Huh. 
That guy, I definitely, that, that famous guy that died. I definitely recommend that movie. It's very good. Johan Johansson. They, uh, he did the uh, composing for Sicario too. I don't know why I remember that off the top yeah. of my head, but no, 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 yeah, because it's it was famous. Like, yeah, it's very like, uh, suited it really well. Yeah, he was he was young when he died. Unfortunately, he was just hitting his stride. Um, I'm going to put Unlike- that into my list of movies to watch. Mandy. Yeah, it's fun. It's a little crazy, but it's a trip. Nicolas Cage. I hate Nicolas Cage. Fuck this podcast. <laughs> well, you know, maybe now's a good time to end so we can kick you off. You don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> right. That makes sense. That explains a lot. Shut up! <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't appreciate your anti religious remarks. Bertram's here. You've insulted me for the last time. Later yeah. later yeah. y'all gotta go read the Bible now. Yeah, I need say. to go brush up. Chris yeah. is a sleeper agent for the Christian community. <laughs> Can't wait to go back and tell them all about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a uh They believe make what? A, a commercial for this episode right now and say uh Christian Trump supporters hate this podcast. There you go. <laughs> Don't forget to plug Gatorade. Right. <laughs> gotta do an ad read for Gatorade real quick. Okay. Uh, no, no, yeah, Lee does the ad read for Gatorade. You do the ad read, or, or ad read for... Ad raid. Ad raid for Powerade. And Daniel, you're gonna do one for vitamin water. Ready? Alright, Lee, go. Gatorade! Get it in you! Powerade, it's okay. <laughs> vitamin water, half vitamin, half water. <laughs> half one vitamin. <laughs> half a vitamin. Half vitamin, not even plural. <laughs> Beautiful. Christianity, the religion that loves you. <laughs> Christianity, half God, half you. <laughs> Ooh, that's not bad, actually. Uh, big shout out big shout out to Gatorade Jack, Power Rangers. Christianity spoiler alert God is going through your phone <laughs> Christianity spoiler alert incognito mode doesn't work yeah <laughs> uh, does anybody use incognito mode ever have you Surely. ever used incognito mode it's it's really useful if you're on a shared computer or a shared device and you're trying to buy like research somebody's gift. Mm. Oh, okay, mm. smart. That Didn't is a wholesome use. That is a very wholesome use. Wow. <laughs> what, you, th- you thought I was gonna say pornographic videos of horses fucking butts? Uh, I used I used it for uh, looking up <laughs> Chuck Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Google thank, getting these preferences. Thank goodness. Oh. It's all twisted. I realized yeah. eventually that if someone gets on my computer and uses my internet browser and they type P to go to like pizzahut.com and it comes up with Pornhub incest porn, I'm like, I just really don't care that much. Like, get off my computer. Is, now is, you, that, hey, hey is Lee, that what's going to come up? I think yeah. maybe it's more like... Yeah, the, I'm not sure about it's, that. It's like the acknowledgement 
of like now they have to under that they have to visualize that I masturbated to that. Maybe that's yeah. the that's like the uncomfortable factor where they're like, mm. if they see it, you can't help but extrapolate. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody yeah. just watches that to like take notes and do a book review or it's like nobody's going on there to rate it and leave a comment. There's like but, a there's pretty there's much a, a purpose for those videos. Uh huh. And Haley, Haley, I think you need Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You need Jesus. It seems like you do. He's got twenty Bibles, so. <laughs> At this point, they're just reading each other. I, I sorry, I, I burned them all individually. <laughs> I, I tore out each individual page. Every year, I sent I sent Grandma a video every time. I'm like, oh. she, she just keeps sending them, so it's kind of her fault. Could you imagine what? if you got like a like a big pot or pan or whatever, and you were using those for fire, <laughs> like during the <laughs> during your like the winter storm? Send send Grandma a picture. Like, thanks, Grandma, for keeping me <laughs> you warm. really saved my ass. Here. Yeah, Jesus does save, <laughs> Jesus, saving lives. Oh. I will say that the Bible's pages are the softest pages of any book I've ever touched. That's so, I don't believe that statement. They're so silky. That sounds like a trap. That sounds like not true statement. I don't. I don't even think it's real wood. Richie's a Jesus from. agent. Yeah, you Jesus should go agent. and buy a Bible and feel it. <laughs> just, right you now, should actually, buy a Bible just to feel it. Just yeah, to feel what it's pages. like. Soft pages. Just, but just crack it open and feel it on your thumb until you. Next, stop you're gonna at a ask page. me to try crack, cocaine. <laughs> just no, try no. it. Just see how it feels. A little <laughs> bit of Jesus. Little bump of Jesus. Little pump of Jesus. You want to see Jesus, Daniel? I'll show <laughs> you Jesus. Jesus. I'll show you Jesus. Boy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> white Jesus. Sit down you at can't Lee's tell computer. tell me he's not white. Type in P. Pornhub, pizza delivery guy, bangs, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Comes up. <laughs> well, close enough. <laughs> I think I'm going to take a trip to Portland, Oregon. All right. P-O- are oh my god <laughs> can you so, so that's like that's like a, a, a really well maybe not really popular but it's like a well-known uh fetish video which is the pizza delivery what is pizza hut Pe- oh. no, the, no, pizza, oh, sure. it's the a pizza delivery porn plot okay right. dick in the box we, let's just let's just take that one the pizza delivery <clears throat> plot this person who is being who is 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 being surprised with sexual intercourse uh, is is at work so i mean if if you can like compare that to any other job like i get it and like because of that because it's so well known the, the pizza delivery occupation has this like strange sexual like part that's like it. should that that's like, like, a, should like it just be a loophole for hookers like just like Scantily clad, but they've got a pizza box, and they're like, well, they'd have to get, "I'm getting have to get paid a for the pizza. pizza job every day because they're late coming back from their pizza deliveries <laughs> well, okay, every single time." It's just no, they just pretend it's, that they just pretend they're a pizza. Yeah, delivery yeah, they person. pretend. Yeah, and then they're like, well, "Oh, I just yeah," and then you tip who, them on top no, of the pizza. There's like a cop who orders waiting a pizza outside. from an individual person. Nobody. They go to the pizza. She comes out. Website. She's got a receipt for the pizza and a four hundred dollar tip. It's legit. She, she, she running <laughs> interference for these pizza deliverers. Just like I'll take your pizza. They're like, man, that's a Pizza Hut you. box, but that hey. was clearly a DiGiorno pizza inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. My my point was gonna be, how often are you at work and you find yourself in the mood for somebody to ha- suddenly start having sex with you 
And the answer is, they are just never. Well, <laughs> I would actually have to disagree with you. <laughs> I would you're say like, maybe, you're like doing your route. You got like 25 hot pizzas in your car. You got to hit all these spots and you open the door and they're naked and they're like, come on in, baby. And you're like, ah, I'm going to get fired. Is it really worth it? Yeah. Look, if you're mm-hmm. a pizza delivery person, it's all about speed. Okay. And also, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just, just watch the first Spider-Man. And okay, here's another point. <laughs> you just you have to drive watch. faster afterwards to make up for the time. If yeah. somebody, if somebody came into lights. my job and said, listen, I don't have any money for a tip, but how about I give you a hand job? I'd be like, fuck off. Give me some money. <laughs> Go get some money and come back when you have money. Okay? And then rub that yeah. on my dick. Pay Curl me. it up. Yeah. Like, this is not a substitute. You can't just make shit up. And yeah, but I feel like aren't they still paying for the pizza? Us, I mean, presumably, but I don't know. I, are we discussing video the to video? You know, they might yeah. leave that yeah. detail out. <laughs> the in, logistics in, of yeah. a porn video. <laughs> <laughs> the behind the scenes. I, I yeah. came to. Does that guy really get paid? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I came to fix your dish. They have direct TV. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah how did we get here i forgot about what led us to this <clears throat> well you started talking about how you watch incest porn incognito that's ah, not mode. that's not true incognito <clears throat> mode was the initial the catalyst that's that's <laughs> donald trump was the initial catalyst it but all all evil stems from donald <laughs> trump uh, richie you're gonna have quite a bit to uh yeah to wade through here for sure but you know i'm a i'm a very strong swimmer so no he he didn't say swimming he said waiting so yeah it's You're a whole a different it's Not a whole a, different uh, sport have you ever apples. tried to walk through water <laughs> have you ever tried to part the waves <laughs> Daniel, what do you think waiting is <laughs> it's like wade like you wade through anyway wait what am i thinking of well, i no, think yeah. waiting What's is the, walking yeah waiters you buy waiters when you like go fishing because you're like in the <laughs> Uh, oh, I'm thinking of treading water. Oh, okay, my bad. Yep. Jesus walked right. on water, so that's, I've been told. That's true, he did. <laughs> I'm not okay. an agent of Christ. Can we also talk about how <laughs> fucking useless that is as a power? Like, how often is that going to come in handy, Jesus? It's a par- Yeah, it's a party trick. It's a stupid power. Most of his powers kind of suck. You wouldn't even get like like like, <laughs> the, to like three you days wouldn't later. even be in like the academy for the Justice League if your power was that you could walk on water. Yeah, you'd be like the the Toad guy from X Men, <laughs> the long tongue. Do y'all remember that scene in Arrested Development where where Job, uh, he his illusion at Michael's wedding with Rita is going to be that he somebody walks on water he like rigs it in such a way where it looks like you're walking on top of the pool and it's never explained how he does it but and then uh later on in the episode tobias at the wedding catches on fire and then tries to jump into the pool and you don't (laughs) you don't actually see it happening you just hear him saying why am i not going in the water (laughs) i feel like it could really work against jesus I don't know if it's ever actually clarified whether he can I, enter water or whether he just sort of always sits on top of it. Yeah, imagine trying to take a bath. You're really dirty. Oh, man. And you're Jesus. We just prop up on there. Just shit. I can't get in there. <laughs> I, Somebody's got to, like, spray you with a hose. Or, like, every time you want to take a shower. Technically, how, I'm not walking. 
Yeah. Or like you drop your keys in a puddle or something. You're like, fuck. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pick those up for me? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's when I feel like that would be the most useful, though. It's not like if you're out, like you want to walk across a river or a pond or something. It's it's like you're trying to get out of a store or a restaurant and there's a big puddle and you're like, fuck it. And you just walk yeah. right over the top of it. Again, new prime superhero material. Yeah. You know what? Let's make this guy the basis for our worldview. <laughs> Water walk man. <laughs> uh, he can make wine, too. That's true. And bread. And bread. That's right. He's got to cut off pieces of him. But he has to... himself. Yeah. And he also has to turn water... Like, he has to make wine from water, which is like... I feel like water is more of a valuable resource than wine is, really. <laughs> yeah. It's really not that good of a trade. He was expecting the plague. <laughs> 2,000 years ago. He made the plague. Yeah. What true. the fuck? He, <laughs> he could have stopped it. He was anticipating. And the, yeah. Christ, the Christian story, it's, it's, this is that the whole thing is like ripe for being mocked because it's, it's just dumb all the way through. But particularly, <laughs> like how we're not pulling punches anymore. Yeah, yeah, the gloves have like, come off. <laughs> you particularly dumb is God's plan to save us for our sins is so ridiculously convoluted. Being that again, He is all powerful, and His plan is okay. What I'm gonna do is uh, these people are fucking up down there and they need to be saved for their sins. So instead of just like you know, pressing my God button and being like, cool, you're safe from your sin. <laughs> my God button. <laughs> what I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make another one of myself. That is also my son, but he's also me. And I'm going to send him down there and he's going to teach people through like stories and shit. Oh, he, by the way, he's going to be able to walk on water, you know, to prove that he's <laughs> divine. In, okay. So he's, he's going to do that. And then later He's going to be executed, so they're going to kill me, but also my son. And then my son is going to return to me and become me again, but also he's still going to exist as my son because it's, you know, the Holy Trinity. Airtight. And then you're, you'll be safe from your sins. Also fuck off with the uh, shellfish. As long as you say you're yeah. sorry, actually. I'm pretty sure you I'm just not going yeah. sure you just explained the original storyboard for Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I might be wrong. It's like I'm only gonna save you from your sins if you say you're sorry for them. There's like it's otherwise like God, there's like a big a no button go. that says save and a big button that says don't save. He's like he's like wavering between the two. Mm, I don't know. Don't save. They did steal that apple. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck them. It's like he was playing Mad Libs. He's like, okay, this, this is what we're going with. It just someone like, kept filling his name into the, into the blanks. <laughs> so God will kill God and God will become God. <laughs> Turn water into uh, God. Wine. God. God. Jesus. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad to hit religion again. Yeah. Dude, let, let's, yeah. let's just, keep let's just giving, have a let's whole religion. To him. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to show this to my grandma. Grandma, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We talk about you. You're on it. Yeah, we we really. You're famous. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck God. Hey, does anybody know the story behind the Jesus fish on the cars? No. I know, I know that, that it's I, weird. I know that I said that as in I knew the answer and that I might be able to. You, oh, I, you were genuinely, looking for I don't the know. Answer? Yeah, I'm looking okay. for the answer. I bet the internet knows. Well, 
famously Jesus was able to feed 35 million people with only a single herring (laughs) (laughs) such power so that's the herring that's on the back of the cars (laughs) it repels other cars from rear-ending you uh do you go to hell if you rear-end somebody's car that has a Jesus fish on it yes (laughs) unless you have one as well in which case they cancel each other out like totems yeah they just they, but when, you have to have one on the front of your car when they contact each yeah, other they exactly. both phase out of existence yep <laughs> completely <laughs> hit so really, somebody dead stop 40 miles an hour everybody yeah, nothing fine. happens the fishes really, absorb it all you really have to put like multiple on your car so in case you get into like a pile up yeah you really want to surround your car <laughs> yeah that's a full kind of like a force field of yeah uh, fish a jesus stickers. fish on every door <laughs> Apparently every, it was every a, body panel. It was a, a Greek symbol consisting of two intersecting arcs, blah blah blah. That um, the early Christians adopted as a secret symbol. Ooh. Oh, so, I don't know. Secret. I didn't think Christians were allowed to have secrets. So it's but, like a gang well, sign. I mean, you don't have secrets from God for your car. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. He can he can see them. It was for Jesus Christ, God's Son, <clears throat> comma Savior. Comma also, Savior. <laughs> again, again, he can see what's in your mind and shit, and he knows everything you're thinking, and he's ever present, whatever. He's like and, Santa Claus. And yeah, yet, like and and yet, you still have to go in and tell him about it. It's just like, dude, ooh, just because look in my head. You have to, because you have to own yeah. up to it, though. Like, can you face your what you've done? wrong can you face your own up to it in my head what fucking yeah. difference does it make if i face up to it i well, could just you gotta lie own about up it. to it you gotta own up to it or else but, you get but here's the thing no, no 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 by on that but by your own point your own train of thought you know whether or not i own up to it because you can see inside my fucking mind you well, know that already stop pretending yeah. like you don't god why are you playing coy why are you Do being you like <laughs> Are you sorry or are you not? Just like open up my head and look in there, you dumb fucking piece of shit. Do you think that Santa Claus and do you think that Santa Claus is like an alter ego of God? I mean, Saint Nicholas, he's definitely a saint, right? God like, puts on the red suit and the fake beard, and then mm-hmm. does like a, a spot check on everybody. It's really God giving me coal every year. Silly <laughs> Bibles. It's a late term, uh, a late late term, late term checkup by God. <laughs> fucking you know Richie doesn't say uh, amen loud enough and fucking Cole drops Cole in here. <laughs> you know, I, I think that Santa Claus Wasn't is actually, this way. It's, it's a great ex, <laughs> it's a great example of uh um so kids believe in Santa Claus until they don't and then they think it's silly, right? And like obviously adults know that Santa Claus isn't real because You know my parents actually told me that he wasn't real. He, they never told me that. Well good. Like I, I mean, never believed in Santa Claus. Good for them. But you know what? We, <laughs> we, we never we we it like kids never just like grow out of believing that God is real. Yeah, there's never a point. I mean, for some people there is. Well, but yeah, like kids, we, but, but kids yeah. don't. No, we are just like so certain that Santa Claus isn't real. We are just absolutely certain of it. You know why? Because there's no evidence that he is, and yet, <laughs> and yet. God's God's real. Bill Bill Burr has a really good joke on this. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> You're like categorically Santa Claus cannot exist, kids, and here's why. Let me tell you, sleighs don't fucking fly. 
and yet church exists. <clears throat> well, so. you know, it's a it's a belief. So if you want to believe <laughs> blindly, <laughs> you can believe a lot of things without evidence, I guess. So No, Daniel, that's you're 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 being insensitive. It's called faith. Faith. Yes. Yeah, Daniel. Faith. Do you have it? Prepare yourself. You're going clear. <laughs> <laughs> what does faith mean? It means believe it for no fucking reason. Yeah. Because there are no reasons. That's why. <laughs> if anybody uh, warms my heart. If if oh my I whatever I'm gonna I'm yeah. warms my cockles. I'm done with this. I'm I done. feel like we gave Christianity a good one two punch twice. <laughs> Next week it'll be. So we're like Bo- one, two, one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> Next week we're we're coming for you, Judaism. Watch out, Islam. We're coming to you in March. <laughs> I'm thinking Taoism. Taoism. All right, yeah. that's that's our homework tonight. That'll require research. Yep. This is your this is your. Well, I've already got to watch Adam Sandler's special, so I, <laughs> I don't got really two have homework I don't, assignments. I don't have time to watch Adam Sandler special and read up on Taoism. All right, oh, you know what? You're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. And, and the Adam also, Sandler special is more more important. You should probably just. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> also, read the entire Bible. Oh, I have. <clears throat> With those soft, supple pages. Oh, I give me. A, I was wondering where you were going. Yeah, that was a bit that, strange. From just the adjectives. Ah. Uh. Thought it might have been another book title. <laughs> Soft, supple, butt pound. Yeah, I think that's going to be... I'm just going to take one of the Chris Tingle book titles and just make it the title of this episode. It's a good idea. Half vitamin, half ass pounding. <clears throat> butt pounding, sorry. He doesn't <laughs> swear. <laughs> butt pounding. Christianity pounds the butt of Gatorade... Uh, you're onto something there. Yes, there's I, we, the, you know, <laughs> we we pound the butt of Christianity so hard oh. in this episode. It comes Gatorade. It becomes okay. Gatorade. <laughs> we turn Christianity into Gatorade. Water and <laughs> water turning water into Gatorade. I don't water, know. Water water to Gatorade an ass pounding story. Sorry, butt pounding. <laughs> Sorry. A butt pounding story. Butt pounding story. Of Christian yeah. proportions. Yeah. Well, that's it. Anyways. We did it. God yeah. pounds my butt. Yep. <laughs> well, he could. He's all powerful. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, what a what journey a, it's been. You did a you did a beautiful intro. Do you want to do an outro, Anna? I was thinking of get uh, getting Destry in here for the uh, the outro, but hold on, I'll play the outro music. Yeah, actually, that th- I really like that he does this. This is good. I gotta turn the volume up. That was terrible. I mean, that, <laughs> that was, was pretty, you're just warming up, right? I don't want to yeah. be insensitive, yeah. but. Yeah. And we're off. Goodbye, everyone. And stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs> With the fucking burning car in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. That was a good one. Stay safe out <laughs> we there. We pounded the butt of Christianity. Stay safe out there. <laughs> Flaming car in the background. Season four is at your door. 
Somebody told us that you wanted more. Sucks. And Biden's president oh. is 